Hello, and thanks for joining us for episode 17 of Married Well, the podcast. Welcome to Married Well, the podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Creek. As a practicing therapist and marriage counselor, I help modern couples rebalance their relationship. In this show, we explore the real issues faced by couples today and share the best strategies for making marriage work. Are you frustrated with your marriage, disappointed with the reality of your relationship, or are you just struggling to make it all work? You're not alone and you're in the right place. This is your source for real advice for real couples who want to stay married well. Does marriage really need intimacy to survive? I mean, between your jobs, the kids, and the chores, who has the time or the energy to really connect? Well, here's the truth. If you want to keep the spark alive in your marriage, you have to make space for intimacy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. On today's episode, we're going to talk about emotional intimacy. We'll discuss why emotional intimacy is so important for your marriage, how to rebuild intimacy in your relationship, and my advice for leveling up your emotional connection. So I have had an incredibly strange week. My kids were out of town. Uh, My husband took the kids to his parents up in Wisconsin. They had a really fun week with, you know, grandma and grandpa and daddy and his childhood home. And they had a great time. And for me, it was just this really strange week, you know, with everything that's happened in the last couple of years. I haven't spent a single night alone without my husband and my kids in, well, over two years, uh, to be quite honest. So I was having this kind of strange experience where I felt like a single person again, all of a sudden, you know, I got to decide what I wanted for dinner, if I wanted to cook or not. And to be quite honest, I didn't, I didn't cook a single meal for the whole week when my kids were out of town. And I had a lot of time to myself to think, Uh, of course, you know, I checked in with the kids. I checked with my husband and we had a lot of fun video exchanges and texts and kind of quick conversations, but really I kind of had a week to myself and it was this interesting experience. You know, I was working like normal. I decided to tackle some house projects, but mostly I was standing back watching all these cool pictures and cool experiences that my kids and my husband were having. And on the one hand, I was super happy to get a little bit of a break and to get some rest. I'm sure a lot of the parents out there can understand that. But on the other hand, I was feeling a little I don't know, maybe a little sad that my kids and my husband are having these cool experiences and I didn't get to be a part of them. And, you know, every couple of days, my husband and I would get on the phone and he'd recap these fun experiences. And, you know, I got a little taste of what it was like to be there and to have this adventure with them. And I was so glad that we had these conversations. I mean, one, because I was super proud of him. He did a great job taking care of the kids all by himself with his parents. And I know he knows how to take care of the kids, but it's hard. So one, I was glad that every night we got to check in and I got to tell him how proud of him I was. But two, you know, I was also really happy because I got to see 
through his words and his descriptions, sort of the other side of the pictures. I, I got to really understand the real experience, both good and bad. And that felt like a great way to keep this emotional connection alive between us while we were apart. And we had to be really intentional about setting time aside. I mean, you know, our time zones were a little bit different. Our schedules were completely off. I was working, he wasn't. So we had to be intentional about making this emotional connection. And it got me thinking about what I wanted to talk about on the podcast today. I really want to talk about emotional intimacy. Because emotional intimacy is so important for maintaining that spark in your marriage, for making your relationship more than just roommates and even more than just good friends. You have to have an emotionally intimate connection. And here's the truth. Happy couples prioritize intimacy. Happy couples do not put intimacy on the back burner. It's not something that they get around to when they have the time or the energy. It is something that is part of their everyday lives. And all too often, the couples that I know, the couples that I work with, and heck, sometimes even myself, you know, we're all stuck in roommate mode. You know, a lot of couples that I work with call this roommate syndrome, right? Where they're kind of living their lives. They're both going along parallel to each other, doing their own thing. And they feel more like roommates than partners. And this is completely understandable. You know, like I said at the top of the episode, between the chores, the kids, your job, who has time for emotional intimacy? Who has time to have really deep conversations and and gaze into the eyes of their significant other? I know I struggle to find the time and so many parents, working parents I know, struggle as well. Because here's the reality. We are all just doing our best to juggle the tasks of day-to-day life. You know, we're, we're doing our best to, you know, advance in our careers, to parent our kids, to show up for our families. But while we're doing all of these things, while we're in survival mode, we're not actually thriving. Emotional intimacy is what creates this feeling of thriving in your marriage. It's what creates this deep sense of connection, the spark. And again, I think so many of us are just stuck in survival mode that we forget to spend quality time with the people we love. And so many of the couples that I work with spend a lot of quality time with their kids, but they don't spend that time with their partners. And because they're not spending that time, they are slowly drifting apart think about it. When was the last time you had a really deep, intimate, emotionally connected conversation with your spouse? When was that? I know, to be honest, when I think about my own marriage, gosh, it was probably weeks ago, if not months. Summer's been really crazy. It's been hard to keep up with everything. Again, going back to survival mode, you know, we've all been surviving. It's probably been months for me. Since we have had that deep emotional conversation, like so many of the couples that I know, most of the summer, all of our conversations have been around childcare and summer camp and getting ready for school or vacation. We've spent a lot of our time talking about the kids and the chores and some of the projects we want to get done around the house, but we haven't spent a lot of time connecting. 
And this is a complaint that I hear time and time again from the couples that I work with. If you've been listening to this podcast or following me on social media, you probably know that I'm a practicing couples therapist and I'm a relationship expert. So I spend all day, every day working with couples, helping them improve their relationship, rebuild their connection, and just find that spark in their partnerships again. You know, so this is what I do all day, every day. And I hear over and over and over again, this complaint that couples, even though they're together, they feel really lonely. They're stuck in that roommate syndrome over time. They have put their marriage, the relationships on the back burners, and they've drifted apart. And oftentimes they come to me, they come to me for, for therapy, for coaching support when life has slowed down. So when they've hit a slow moment in their life, those moments, all of us wait for, right. You know, when the big project goes away or work slows down, or, or maybe the kids, you know, get a little bit more independent, when they finally have those slow moments that they've been looking forward to, that they have been telling themselves that they're going to use to connect, to really connect with their partners, they come to me in these slow moments and they look up and they realize how deeply and intensely disconnected they are. So think about it. You know, this happens a lot when kids start to go to school for the first time. They're a little bit more independent. You know, this happens when kids graduate high school and partners look up and they look at each other across from the dinner table and they realize they don't even know each other anymore. This is the consequence of putting intimacy. And in today's case, what we're talking about is emotional intimacy. This is the consequence of putting emotional intimacy on the back burner. When you don't prioritize emotional intimacy, one day, you will look up from your partner and you won't know who they are. <laughs> and you're going to have to go through this intense process of relearning and reconnecting. And because I work with couples every day who are questioning their relationships and their marriages, I want to talk to you early. I want to talk to you now. I want to start to get you to reconnect with your partner today so that in five years, 10 years, you don't look up and realize that you're really unhappy in your relationship. Let's spend just a few moments in some golden memories. I want you to go back to the beginning of your relationship with your significant other, with your partner. Think about all the different ways that you and your partner used to connect. Just remember those long talks that you used to have or those times that you'd spend, you know, just hours cuddling in bed, just talking and touching and being together. Remember those times. What comes to mind? You know, when I think about those times, I think about when my husband and I first got together, we met in Chicago and we would love to go to this, you know, specific restaurant for brunch. And they served brunch until, gosh, I think like four o'clock, <laughs> you know? So we, we would spend all morning just hanging out together, cuddling and snuggling. And then we'd roll out and we'd get brunch at about three o'clock, just in time to think about what we wanted to eat for dinner. And that was one of our rituals. And that was such a deeply intimate, emotional time. And when I think about that, I just think about the warmth, the connection, the trust that we were able to establish because we essentially, you know, we made each other a priority. And when you think back to the beginning of your relationship, you know, 
it is easy to make your partner a priority. There's all these hormones running through our bodies. You know, we're in this kind of limerence space. It gets much harder once you have kids or, you know, once you start to advance in your career, it gets much harder to connect. But I just want you to spend a moment thinking back to those, those initial months of your relationship, because that feeling is something you can recapture. Now, I'm not going to promise you that you're going to have hours to sleep in and lay in bed. And I'm not going to promise you that you can get brunch at four o'clock in the afternoon because that's probably not your reality anymore. But I can tell you that when you prioritize emotional intimacy, you can get those feelings back, even if you can't recreate that experience. If you find yourself stuck in roommate syndrome, you can recover. You can have fun with your significant other again, and you can reconnect. The key is strengthening and for some couples, even rebuilding that emotional intimacy. So let's start with the basics. What is emotional intimacy? Emotional intimacy happens when you allow yourself to connect more deeply with your partner right? So it's just really this state of being deeply connected to your partner through your actions, through your expression of feelings, vulnerabilities, that V word, some of of my coaching clients call it the V word and trust. Emotional intimacy is the state where you deeply know your partner and you trust them deeply to know you, right? It's that sense that like, I can share anything with this person and they know everything about me. Intimacy is so important for a relationship because that emotional connection is in essence, what fosters that feeling of comfort and security between two people, that emotional intimacy, it strengthens that love bond that a lot of us have with the people that we're married to. And when we don't focus on continuing to nurture and strengthen the bond, it kind of fades over time. And when you don't have that emotional connection, it's hard to feel that deep sense of comfort and mutual support because you don't have any reassurance. That's what emotional intimacy is all about, right? It, It creates this deep sense of reassurance. And when you don't have this emotional intimacy, you don't have trust. You don't have reassurance. It's hard to communicate, right? It's, it's hard to talk. I don't know if you've ever felt this in your own relationship, but think about those times when it's been really hard to express your feelings or to talk about what you want and what you need. Maybe you've had a relationship like that before. And oftentimes that's because there isn't trust or comfort in your connection and your bond. And so many couples, when they don't have this level of emotional intimacy, at some point they stop talking. And then this sense of loneliness creeps in, right? You know, it is one of the worst things to be married and to be lonely, to feel alone. And I don't want that for you. If you want to rebuild your connection, if you want to ditch that sense of loneliness and feel really supported and really comforted in your relationship, it is simple. You just have to make emotional intimacy, a centerpiece of your time together. And this is the key piece of advice that I share with the couples that I work with. I help busy, overwhelmed couples, just like you stop drifting apart and start reconnecting. 
And one of the key pieces of advice that I share about emotional intimacy is to simply make it a centerpiece of your relationship. And when I say simply, I get, I get it. I get it. I know it's not that easy, but the first step is shifting your mindset, right? So many of us have this unconscious mindset where we think it's okay to put emotional intimacy on the back burner, where we think it's okay to have deep conversations with our partners when we get to it, right? (laughs) You know, you think you got to get to work, got to take care of the kids, there's laundry to do. And we do not prioritize that connected time. You know, I think I, I can't tell you how many times I have heard couples, particularly, you know, one partner say, well, I would love to have a good conversation with my husband or my wife, but I have to get the laundry done first. So this is a mindset shift that I want you to think about. You know, mindset is something that we talk an awful lot about on the pod because it is so important when it comes to your relationship. So the first piece of advice that I want to give you, if you want to reconnect with your partner, you need to shift your mindset around your time and your energy and make emotional intimacy a centerpiece of what you and your significant other do together. Whether it's conversations or shared experiences, it doesn't matter. That first step is shifting your mindset. Emotional intimacy needs to be a priority in your relationship. But like I said, I get it. I get it. I I have two kids. I run my own business. It is hard to find the time and the energy to make emotional intimacy a priority. So that's why I want to share three easy ways that you can start today to reconnect with your spouse and rebuild your emotional intimacy. So the first tip, the first easy way that I want to share with you is to simply find new ways to engage in touch. Touch does not always mean sex. (laughs) Touch is literally just touch. You can hold hands. You can sit together on the couch. You can snuggle in bed. So instead of, you know, each of you laying in bed, reading your book before you fall asleep with three feet in between you, come together, lay next to each other, find new ways to engage in touch. And you can do this even if you're feeling touched out by your kids. This is a complaint that I hear all the time from moms. Essentially, they're like, ugh, I don't want my husband to touch me. I have kids all over me all day. Find a different way to touch. (laughs) And if you need to reset, take some time for yourself before you engage in touch, that's okay. Just communicate it to your partner. Sort of let him or her know what's going on. And when you're ready, make that priority touch, right? Again, we're not talking about sex. You know, we're talking about holding hands snuggling on the couch, engaging in a deep hug, maybe before you, you know, leave the house in the morning to go to work. This is a simple, easy way that you can reconnect with your partner, that you can kind of re-engage in emotional intimacy mode that you don't have to find any extra time for. Just find new ways to touch And make sure you communicate this with your partner, right? You know, you don't want them to be surprised all of a sudden if you're all over them. (laughs) Talk to them about what you're doing and ask them what they like. And it's also a good opportunity for you to share what you like. Maybe you don't like getting your shoulders rubbed. Maybe you'd rather have someone hold your hands. That's okay. Everything is up for grabs. Just make sure that you talk about it. 
So the second really easy way that you can reconnect emotionally and make emotional intimacy a centerpiece in your relationship is to create opportunities for conversation. And this one can be tough because I know so many of us want conversation connection to be spontaneous, right? You know, it's just like when you were dating and all of a sudden you, you know, met this person and you had this fabulous conversation with them. Almost all of us have this idea that emotional intimacy needs to be spontaneous. I hear the word organic a lot or natural, but here's the truth. If you are in survival mode, if you're doing your absolute best to get that project done at work and to get the dishes washed every night and to make sure that your kids show up to school on time, if you are juggling all of those things, the reality is you probably won't have a lot of natural organic opportunities to have deep conversation. So you have to create the opportunity. You have to create the chance, sort of up the likelihood that a deep conversation is going to happen. And this does not have to mean date night. Feel free to, you know, listen to the pod and you'll hear me talk about why I don't actually like date night. When I'm talking about creating opportunities for conversation, I am not talking about date night. I am talking about setting aside 20 minutes in your evening, every evening, for example, where uh, you, you know, you grab a glass of wine or, or maybe a cup of tea and you just plan to sit with each other at the dinner table or on the couch, no devices, no phones, no TVs, and create an opportunity to have a really good conversation. You have to carve out the time and the space if this is going to happen. And if you find yourself in those spaces, you've created this opportunity to have a deep conversation and you're struggling, you're not alone. (laughs) You know, a lot of us are out of practice. We're out of the habit of having deep, intimate conversations. So if you are struggling, if you have set the time aside, here's a pro tip, Uh, go out and get yourself a, a couple's card deck. I personally, I love the Gottman card decks. I think they're some of the best card decks out there, but there are a ton of couples card decks and, you know, keep it on your coffee table, keep it next to wherever you're going to create these opportunities for time spent together. And if you don't know what to talk about, just pull out a card. There are these really cool open-ended questions that will get you and your significant other to start talking about your dreams again, start talking about your thoughts, your feelings, your hopes. That is what emotional intimacy is. It's connecting on that deeper level. So again, this is another thing that you can do to up your level of emotional intimacy today. Just create opportunities for it to happen. It doesn't have to be a date. It can just be time spent set aside on the couch where you and your partner have an agreement that you're not going to talk about the kids. You're not going to answer your email and you're not going to play on your phone. You're just going to create that time, carve out that space to connect. And here's the third way, the third easy way I want to talk about how you can level up your emotional intimacy in your relationship today. You can start practicing active listening. And I know this is not romantic. This is not sexy, but this is key to emotional intimacy, right? It's a habit. I love this because active listening, it's a habit that you cultivate, right? So it's something that once you do it enough, you don't even have to think about it anymore. 
practicing active listening is so key to developing emotional intimacy because it creates that space for your partner to feel like talking is worth it. Right. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have tried to initiate a a really important intimate conversation with my husband and the timing is not right. And all I get from him is a, yeah, uh uh-huh, sure. I find that if he's not practicing active listening, it's not worth it. (laughs) Right. So, you know, think about it for yourself. When your partner takes the time to open up, to share something with you, get engaged get really engaged in that conversation, practice active listening, active listening is really about making sure that you're hearing what your partner is saying, but also reflecting it back to them just to have that double check kind of essentially ask your partner, Hey, did I get it? Did I get it? Am I hearing you? Am I understanding you? So I really want to encourage you to just start practicing active listening. Maybe it's something that you do when you have those moments set aside for conversation. Just engage, listen, and don't be afraid to be curious. When I teach active listening to the couples that I work with, I also teach curiosity. Curiosity is that ability to shift into a information gathering mode, right? It's kind of that ability to shift into the mindset of wanting to explore, wanting to understand your partner more. So this is a great way to start asking them questions. So let's say you're having a deep conversation and they're talking about something, you know, from their childhood, it's okay to turn to them and say, Oh, tell me more. Does this remind you of any other moments? How do you think this influenced you? Those are curious questions that will deepen your emotional connection and deepen your emotional intimacy. So again, three easy things that you could start today to level up your emotional intimacy. One, find new ways to engage in touch. Two, create opportunities for conversation. And three, practice active listening until it becomes a habit. And again, emotional intimacy is one of the cornerstones of a strong relationship. If you want to keep that spark alive, If you want to have a connection, if you want to not only be co-parents, but friends and have fun together, you have to create time and space for intimacy. Here's the truth. Intimacy requires attention. Friendship requires attention. If you want to maintain a friendship, you have to invest your time and your energy into that relationship, into that connection. And lasting love is built on strong friendship. So if you want to be more than just roommates with your partner, if you want to stop drifting apart and start reconnecting, you have to focus on your friendship and you have to prioritize creating, nurturing, rebuilding this deep sense of emotional intimacy. And like I said earlier, I'm not telling you to go on lavish couples retreats or spend you know, every week in date night, if you've got it like that, great, do it. But if you're like so many of the couples that I know, that's not an option. That's okay. You do not have to wait for the perfect time to make emotional intimacy a priority. You do not have to wait for the perfect time to reconnect. So if you are excited about the idea of reconnecting with your spouse, escaping roommate syndrome and rekindling that spark, I want to leave you with my top tip. This is something that you can start doing tonight. 
If you want to level up your emotional connection and rebuild your intimacy in your relationship, create a ritual around cuddling, a simple ritual that you can do every day. You can do it in the morning. You can do it at night. It doesn't really matter. Just create a daily ritual around cuddling in bed. Set aside 10 to 15 minutes, either when you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning to snuggle with your spouse. It's that simple. Snuggling with your spouse, cuddling with your spouse ups your level of physical touch. So you kind of, you, you reinforce that bond. It creates an opportunity to have a conversation. And when you're in that quiet space, either after the kids have gone to bed or before they've gotten up, when you're in that quiet space, you have primed yourself to be an active and engaged listener. So again, this is my top tip. If you want to level up your emotional intimacy, rebuild your connection today, start a cuddling ritual. That's all you have to do. And I promise you, if you do this for 21 days, you are going to feel so reconnected and so warm in your relationship. So that's something again, go out, do it today. Don't wait, just get started on reconnecting. If you are ready to rebuild the intimacy in your relationship, follow me on Instagram for more tips, tricks, and actionable ideas to make intimacy a priority in your marriage. And if you take my advice and you start a cuddling ritual, I want to hear about how it goes, right? Reach out to me. I really want to know what's working and what's not working so that we can all build better marriages together. Thanks for listening to Married Well, the podcast. Have a comment or a topic you'd like me to cover? I'd love to hear from you over on Instagram at married.well. Show notes and resources can be found at marriedwell.co. Special thanks to Emily Harding for producing this episode. Ready to level up your relationship? Start with my free quiz at marriedwell.co slash quiz and get a tailored to you strategy to overcome your biggest relationship roadblocks. Remember, relationships don't have to be this hard. You can be married well. See you next time.